and we are live with another edition of the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson. And Andrew, the divisional series of the MLB postseason is now officially over. We now move into the championship series, and we've already had a Game 1 take place as of yesterday. Game 2 is currently going on as we are recording this episode, so maybe by the end of this episode we will have a final in Game number 2 between the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. But a lot of shakeup happened in that divisional round. Obviously, some major upsets in the National League. We had the number one seed in the American League get eliminated. Another familiar foe is in the ALCS once again. As I mentioned, the Houston Astros. We'll talk about them in a little bit. But it's been another crazy postseason, and it's only getting more crazier as we keep going on. Yeah, no, it's uh, surprising to some people, but... Uh, do I get to toot my own horn and say I got three out of four right last week? You did. You did. I did. I had a really bad uh, wild card uh, predictions, but I kind of rebounded. I, I kind of had a rebound last week. So I kind of saw a lot of these teams making it in the fashion that happened. Absolutely not. I did not expect this. Right. Uh, but that, I did expect them to get here. Yeah. I don't think I didn't want to expect it the way in, you know, format that it did happen. But that's how it's gone. And it's been, a like I said, it's been a interesting postseason to say the least. And we talked about the Baltimore Orioles. They That's where we'll start this show off with. And they were the one seed going into this postseason for the American League. And they did have a really tough opponent. They had to take on the Texas Rangers, who were coming off that two-game sweep over the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rangers, one of the best offensive hitting teams in all of baseball, having all these great numbers. And that was realistically a big reason why they won this series. We talk about we talked about game one the last time we did this show, Andrew. But after that is where Texas really took advantage going into the remaining game. I actually remember we talked about the first two games. So at the time we recorded last time, the Rangers had a two nothing lead. So they were one one away from moving on to the ALCS, and they were able to close it out in game number three. Had a really strong performance from Nate Evaldi as they won that game three, winning by a final of seven to one. The Texas Rangers going to the American League Championship Series. Um, a, been a great year from them. I, I try to think of the last time they were in the American League Championship Series. It's been a while, that's definitely for sure. And they're now four wins away, or I should say three wins away, potentially two more wins away, from going to the World Series. They took Game 1 against Houston. They're now up right now in this Game 2 as of this recording. We'll have to see if they can finish it out and close out. But overall, what did you like from the Texas Rangers in this series against Baltimore? And... Where does the Orioles go now from here? Obviously, they're a young team, still a bright future ahead of them. But what do they do now after this season? Uh, the Orioles should just uh, do not panic and don't make any silly moves this offseason. They have a the best young core, core in ba- all of baseball. And as someone who likes to kind of tout their young core a little bit, it makes me a little sad. But it's not even comparable. Adley Rushman, Gunnar Henderson, you, you're, you're going to have Jackson Holiday coming up. You have Grayson Rodriguez. You're going to have uh, Colton Kowser coming up. Heston Kerstad. You have all these guys. All these guys would be stars on other teams. And you, you, it's all under the same roof. So I'm, my suggestion is pay these guys. That's it. You should pay pay the men who make your teams good. Yeah. That is my – sit tight. I know you got swept. You didn't want it to go out like this, but be patient. That the, That is my advice. Do not rush this team. Do not make any dumb signings. Stay the course. 
do what you've been doing for the last decade. Right. It's, it's, it's gotten it's gotten you this far so far. All these guys are in their early twenties, but no one's missing their playoff window yet. Just just relax. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, the I think the Orioles' biggest concern now, I think it's going to be pitching. Um, Brady showed some good signs for them this season. He did pitch good in Game One against Texas. Um, unfortunately for the Orioles, Grayson Rodriguez and Dean Kramer, their games two and three stars just did not do it for them. And that's unfortunately what realistically cost them because the offense, they you know, they had a great game number two. They put up eight runs. They just were not able to win because of 11 runs allowed by the pitching staff. But in game three, it was the Orioles allowed uh, only got one run. And that was a mixture of Kramer didn't pitch great. And the offense just was not there for them because they could not hit Nate Evaldi. So, you're right. This is still a very young team. It's definitely not a panic time because they weren't expecting to be in this spot where they had the best record in all of the American League. The you know they weren't expecting this. They were hoping to maybe be a wild card team, be a playoff team, and make some noise. And they definitely made noise throughout the entire season by getting to this point. Now it's it's really only to see where they go from here. And they've just faced a really good team in Texas. Yeah, let's talk about the Texas Rangers. Uh... All these guys pulling their weight. You love to see it. There's not a single guy who's like, oh, well, they kind of, this one kind of held them down. No, all these guys have been fantastic from the pitching to the uh, the starting pitching to the middle relievers to the closers, the setup guys, the, the bats, uh, the platoon guys. Everyone knows their role on this team, and they've fully embraced it, and it's refreshing. I, I like seeing this. This is, a, this is great for baseball. And it's great for fans everywhere. It's great, it's great for organizations too to see this kind of these levels of commitment. Right. Uh, but I want there's one little tiny footnote here that I don't think we're touching upon, and I'll give you the opportunity to kind of say what it is. But if not, if you don't get it in a second or two, I'm gonna say what what's the uh, the secret weapon that the Rangers have? Oh well, I think we I think everyone knows at this rate it's the amount of times they've been playing Creed. It has to be. I mean, it's it's uh, clearly that's what's helping the Rangers right now, right? I mean, look how they've been playing since it's been you know spoken about that this was going on in the clubhouse. They need to get out of a, a bad slump in the second half of the season, and they started doing this, and, and they got them out of the slump. And they almost won the division. They unfortunately just fell out by one game, but they got swept. They swept past the Orioles. They took game one against Houston. And if they can hold on in the next couple of minutes, they will take game two from the Astros. So it'll be two wins away to go into the World Series. So all I'm saying is maybe you just have to play a little bit of Creed and you might get your team a championship. Could, would you say it could take them higher? I a think place it, where blind men can see. I think it's very possible that that could happen. I think that is definitely, definitely a good cards. notion. It definitely is in the cards. Absolutely. But we'll have to see how they fare against a team that has had some consistency in the AL, and that is the Houston Astros. As when the last time we recorded, this series was tied against Minnesota going into game number three. And the Twins just unfortunately just did not get a good performance in that game three from Sonny Gray. And Christian Javier pitched a great uh, outing for Houston as they won game three by a final of nine to one, going to take a two to one lead going into game four, which was this past Wednesday. And they were able to hold on in that game four by the final of three to two. The Astros being the Twins in four games to advance now to their seventh straight American League Championship Series. It has been a great um, a dynasty going on in Houston right now. They've got a couple World Championships. 
been to a couple of World Series, and now four wins away from going back to the World Series once again. They obviously lost game one, have a chance to steal game number two, but overall they get the job done against the Twins after losing game number two, and now they move on to take on the Texas Rangers, their division rival. And on the other side for the Minnesota Twins, hey, listen, everyone clowned you for winning the division because of how bad it was, but you were able to win your first playoff series in a, in a long time against Toronto. You took a game from the Astros and made this one really interesting going to game number three, and they had a chance to win game number four, just kind of slipped away from them. So a really tough end of the year for the Twins as now they go into the offseason. Yeah, you really do hate to see it, but um, got to give them their props here. Um Houston was barred with cheating controversy, not only this offseason, but pretty much every offseason. But they're kind of swelling the haters right now. As much it may, it may pain for you, uh, it may be painful for you to say this, Nick, but they're really proving everyone wrong. Um, I don't really know how much more I could say about this team, but they're just playing phenomenal baseball. I mean, they could be cheating again for right now, but as far as I do know, they're not cheating. So yay for them, I guess. Not cheaters anymore, and they're, Listen, they're winning again. Here's what I was gonna say: What I, 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 the Astros have a good team. We all know they've had a good team on paper for this longest time. Yeah, but it was the cheating that you know kind of yeah bothered everyone because what everyone knew that these guys can play baseball and that they're good. But did you really need to wear buzzers? Like, did you really need to yeah. steal signs? That that was the thing. Like everyone knew that they were they had this potential. It was just that the way they got the way they got to where they got is uh is what gave such everyone such a black eye on baseball. That's the uh, that's the issue because if you have some of your most talented players cheating like that, it's just um it's not a good look for the sport. Well, all I can hope is that the Rangers play so much creed that it really outtakes whatever the Astros do the rest of this postseason. So I'm praying that Texas holds on and wins this American League Championship series because if I have to endure a potential another World Series of Houston and Philadelphia, I might not watch baseball for a very long time. <laughs> I won't be watching World Series. I'll, I'll tell you that. You I didn't watch it last right year, and I don't want to watch it this year if it happens again. So I'll give the Astros their flowers for winning the series, but that's all I'm going to give them. I, I I don't like talking about this team at all. So That's fair. So I Don't blame you. Because of that, I'm going to move on to the next series, and let's go into the National League. And how about this, Johnson? The momentum that this team has gotten – these last couple uh, weeks, how about the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the division rival, the Los Angeles Dodgers? And remember what happened when we recorded the first time for this for the show. Arizona came off that drubbing eleven to two win over the Dodgers, and a lot of people were worried about the Dodgers. And remember, we were going into that night wondering would the Dodgers make this a series? Did not happen. This was a this was another horrible end of the season for the Dodgers in which they didn't really have great pitching overall, but their offense was really the the biggest reason why they lost this series. And Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, their best two hitters, they did not show out at all in this postseason as the Dodgers get swept by Arizona. The Diamondbacks are going to the National League Championship Series, and it's the first time they're in the National League Championship Series since 2007. So, Another remarkable feat for this Arizona team that's still so very young on paper. And now they're now four wins away from going to the World Series, I believe, for the first time since they won it all in 2001. 2001. Yeah. yeah. 
So no, it's been it's been a ride. They had a three percent chance of making the uh, the NLCS before the uh, beginning of the season. So they almost didn't make the entire playoffs as a, as a general. They were the last team in for the NL. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for the Cubs losing out, it was like. It, Every team was like, "Oh, can I lose out more?" Or no, you could have it. It, it was, was yeah. the it was the Spider Man meme of like, "No, you, no, you." It was like, "Oh, <laughs> it was crazy that none of these teams really wanted that badly that they were just okay with, yeah, I'll lose. It's it's fine." And here they are now. So, right. like I said, they had a really good team, but they had some glaring holes uh, that were filled up at the trade deadline, and now we're seeing the pitching come to form too. Zach Gallon looked like a stud against the Dodgers, and that was probably the toughest rotation hitting-wise he'll go against this postseason. So if he can kind of clear that, you can kind of give him the uh, the seal of approval right now. And we gave the Diamondbacks so much credit for their bullpen in that wild card series against the Brewers. They've done it again in this entire in that entire series against the Dodgers, and that's something that's going to be looked forward to going into this NLCS matchup that they have with the Philadelphia Phillies. So we'll talk about in just a little bit. They have a realistic shot just because of how good their pitching has been. And with all of these hitters that they have in their lineup that are, you know, very consistent, that have been so far good in this postseason run, they could be like the Phillies from last season where they were the last team in and they get to the World Series and try to make some noise in the Fall Classic. So Arizona's in a good spot. But we have to talk about the other side of the field for the Dodgers. What do they now do from here after this another embarrassing end of the season for them in which – they won this franchise game. is cursed. They won a uh, a championship in front of pretty much no fans yeah. in a shortened regular season. It's a uh, it's gonna be a footnote in the history books of baseball. It's not gonna be a uh, you know a chapter or a novel. It's gonna be a footnote because it's I don't want to say the championship's a black eye in baseball because um, it's not. It's just uh, given the circumstances, they only had the resource to play a sixty game season. What was going on in the world at the time? Hmm. But that's. Hey, that's going to be very, uh, for Dodgers fans, that's going to be very, uh, this Citizen Kane. That's going to be very creme de la creme of the last 10 years. It's going to be that moment in front of limited fans in a limited capacity stadium in a shortened season. In a series that some might say the Tampa Bay handed them because of Kevin yeah. Cash's handling with Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. So it's going to be a footnote to everyone else uh, in the baseball community, in the baseball world. But to Dodgers fans, this is their Citizen Kane. And oh, congratulations. They weren't the only team that had a really good, remarkable regular season that were to have embarrassing defeat in the NLDS. How about the Atlanta Braves for the second straight season, taking on the Philadelphia Phillies in the National League Divisional Series? And again, they just looked flat out terrible and overall. You saw game one, the Phillies shut them out, one three nothing. Then game two happened. Game two was a remarkable game in which it was 4 nothing Philly. The Braves had to fight all the way back just to come back and win that game 5-4. to four. Michael Harris made an unbelievable double uh, double play catch to end the game. They gave the Braves a tied series in this one. And then the comments made by Arcia towards Harper really sparked the Phillies in the final two games of this series. The Phillies would take game three on Wednesday, 10-2, to two, in a game where Aaron Nola pitched great. Harper had two home runs. They really got to, took advantage of Bryce Elder. And then, on, and then this past Thursday, in the final game of the series, another strong performance from Ranger Suarez. Nick Castellanos hit two home runs. They get the Spencer Strider, and they beat the Braves 3-1, to winning the series three games to one, and now advancing to their second straight NLCS. 
They will take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in a matchup that a lot of us did not expect to see. But now both of these teams will are four wins away from going to the World Series. Game one will be tonight as of this recording on Monday, October 16th. So really good opportunity for one of those two to get to the World Series. But what happens now for this Atlanta Braves team? Because other than that World Series win they had a couple years ago, this has just been a typical Braves season in which they had a really good regular year. And once the postseason hits, they just faltered. Yeah, this is what, before we even go into what they should do, I want to just address some of the comments they made. Um, embarrassing the way your players acted and your fans acted. Oh, the new playoff format is bad for teams. Having a week off rest is bad. Um, journalists aren't supposed to ask us tough questions. They're not supposed to come into the clubhouse. Really? Really, that, that is what you're going to blame on getting beaten by a 90-win Phillies team? A team that would have won many of divisions, probably. This yeah. Phillies team probably would have won four of the divisions. Yeah, if they, they played the same, in there the entire season. They have the same record as the Astros and the Rangers. Yeah, so this team, if they didn't play in a, in a gauntlet known as the, uh, the NL East, where three out, of their, three out of their five teams made the playoffs, and the other two looked at least decent at some points of the season. They were they weren't great, but at least they were a lot better than some of the teams at the bottom of the AL AL West or the NL Central or the AL Central. So that's why I have a. You're gonna blame the playoff format. You're gonna blame having a week off of rest. You're gonna blame journalists uh, giving your players a tough time. Give me a break. These I are excuses losers make. I don't like the narrative of this whole week off thing because this has been a thing where. If you don't want to be, if you don't want to have the rest, then I, I don't want to say don't try to win your division, but. Don't try to win your division. No, you're complete. If you're going to complain about this, do not try to win your division. I think this is why it's so good to be a wildcard team at this rate, because you have the advantage of having all this momentum going from one series to the next. And it really hurt. You saw it in the Braves. They, because of that rest that they had, their offense that was having remarkable numbers this season. Had they were just they were just gone in the postseason. They put up. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to do some some quick math off the top of my head. They put up four in game two. Uh, no, I'm sorry, five in game two. They put up two runs in game three, and they only put up the one run in game number four. So they put up eight runs for the entire series. Embarrassing. Oh, your bats are cold because you had a week off of rest. Really? That's why you lost. It wasn't poor preparation. Hey, um. By the way, Johnson, I, I have a update from game number two between the Astros and the Rangers. You can certainly take me higher because the Texas Rangers are now up two games to nothing in the American League Championship Series with their win tonight. So we'll talk about that game two in just a little bit. But going back to the uh, series between Philly and Atlanta, yeah, the rest cannot be an excuse for your team. You have to know this is going to happen. You knew you were going to be rusted, and you you played this team all season. It's a division rival. You know what they're going to bring. You know they have Bryce Harper. You know they have Nick Castellanos who's playing like the uh, reincarnation of Barry Bonds right now. There's no excuses. Yeah. Absolute. That is insulting to anyone who played. Imagine telling that to a player 40 years ago. Oh, we had too much rest, and that's why we didn't win. Really? Really? When pitchers would... uh. Would pit would pitch nine innings and then a week and then they would do it again and again and again. 
oh yeah, there was a, I had a problem with my elbow that season. It kind of persisted throughout the rest of my career. These guys probably had Tommy John. They didn't, didn't even know about it. Too much rest. Give me a break. Yeah, ah. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I know you're not a fan of the Braves, so you're hoping that this continues for them in their postseason history. But the only thing that was downside for you in this series was they lost to the Phillies, so it was basically a lose lose. Yeah, I, I lost. I've won, but at what cost? <laughs> so we'll have to see what happens now as we now shift over into our championship preview and also another mushing hour. And we talked about it earlier. A two two and two week for me. In the divisional round, you went three and one. So now our overall record for the postseason is four and four. So pretty even baseball going on for us right now. Your World Series prediction is still very much intact. Mine, however, <laughs> is dead. Is dead because Atlanta lost to Philadelphia. So hey, I will Nick, to, it's it's not your fault. So I'll need to make a new one. Yeah, you know what? I can, I'll take play for it. I don't really care. So now let's look at this series between Texas and Houston, and now. I spoke about it. The Rangers just won game number two as of this recording. They're now up two games to nothing in this series. And they're going back home with this two game to nothing lead. So that's huge for Texas now in their remaining uh, two games that they are able to sweep. Um, Let's talk about what they've done so far in this series against the Astros. They've had some really good pitching. Game one, Jordan Montgomery outdueled Justin Verlander and... A Jonah Heim single and a Leone Tavares home run was all he needed to do, uh, the Rangers needed to do in that win to get a 2 nothing win to take game one of the series. And then game two tonight, it was the Rangers just got a big first inning and they did not blow the lead and they were able to hold on in the later stretch of the game. A 5-4 to four win in game number two. They put up four runs in the first inning. Give Jordan Alvarez credit. He tried everything in his power to get the Astros back into this game, hitting two home runs. But... They just did not have it at the end of the day. And now for Houston, they go back into they go into Arlington now, down two games to nothing. Um, what do you think now is going to happen the rest of the way in this series? Do the Rangers, do they get the complete sweep? Do the Astros maybe, you know, come back and win the series down two nothing? Or do you think Houston makes it a series, but at the end of the day, Texas does get the series win and goes to the World Series to take on either Philly or Arizona? See, I don't think this is fair because, and I'm going to keep it consistent. I, I could easily say, oh, yeah, you know, based on the information given to me. Uh, I, listen, I did the same thing with you when we talked about, I didn't mean to cut you off, but when we did it the, with Texas and Baltimore, that was Texas up 2 nothing. I said Texas would sweep. It, it's not really fair information, but that's what we're given with. That's the only problem. Right, right. No, I, I completely agree 100%. It's not, the, it's not fair information. It's just, you know, this is the. Um, this is where we're at. Yeah, this is where we're at currently. So um, it's what we have to kind of base our stuff off of. And based on that information, uh, I'm going to go with four. I'm, I'm going to go with four, too. I'm going to stay. Uh, I'm going to stay true to myself. And I'm going to say that we um, it's going to be four, two. I'm going to say it's four, two uh, in the favors of um, of Texas. I'm, I'm, I'm going to that's why I went in, into this. I'm not going to give a uh a BSing, oh, I'm going to change it now because of information I just got because of the game going on. I'm still going to stick with 4-2 Texas. Well, keep, That's a, I'm gonna go with. keep this in mind for the Rangers, and I forgot to mention this in a few minutes ago. The Rangers are getting back Max Scherzer and John Gray for this series. They've been out for a while with injuries. They are, and they we did don't not, know how they're going to perform. Right, we don't know. The long rest could hurt them at the end of the day, but those are huge gets back for Texas to have an opportunity to win 
this World Series championship potentially. So that is something to look out for the next couple of games. It looks like Scherzer is going to be the projected starter in game number three in Arlington against the Astros. Not sure who the Astros are going to in that game. I probably would think Christian Javier would be the starter considering what he did against the Twins in their game number three win. So we'll have to see what happens with that. But I just love what Texas is doing as well right now. I think they have so much momentum. Um, and they're a, they're a fun team to root for. The offense is clicking on all cylinders. Their pitching has been doing great, even without Scherzer and John Gray. And now you're getting them back. I, I think Texas has everything going for them. I actually like the Rangers to win this series in, in, four, in five games. I think the Astros will get one, but I think Texas takes it just because they've been playing really good baseball right now, and I think they're catching the Astros at a really bad time just because I don't think the Astros have enough firepower compared to this Rangers lineup. That's right, crazy, so that's crazy that a, to me to say that. that. Is that a mush now? Because I know we're both taking the Texas Rangers, but um, oh, we took them in the different. we took them in the last series. And say they were the Astros. They 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 prev- they both prevailed. Yeah, I know. We just picked uh different. We picked them winning uh different uh games. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I don't think it's a I don't think it's not a true mush. It's not a full mush. Yeah. So, being as it may, we'll move on to now the National League side as we talked about these two teams now. Let's preview this matchup between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies, the sixth seed and the fourth seed, respectively, in the National League. As of now, the Game 1 starters going into this game, which will be should be about first pitch in 20 minutes. Zach Gallon against Zach Wheeler. That's a monster pitching matchup between these two, between these two teams. Um, Going to be a fun series nonetheless. I think you'll see some really good pitching overall from both sides. The offenses have been clicking when they needed them the most. Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos are putting out some great performances for the Phillies. On the Diamondbacks side, they got a good performance out of Corbin Carroll. And mostly their entire lineup, as well as their bullpen, has been shut down for them. What do you think happens in this series? I know it might be tough for you to pick the Philadelphia Phillies based off your hatred towards them. You did have the Diamondbacks go into the World Series in your last prediction. Does that stay the same for you, or are you actually going to try to take Philly to mush them? Well, I'm still gonna stick with the di- I'm gonna stick with my guns. I'm sticking with the Diamondbacks. I've been saying it was since the Marlins got eliminated, so I didn't want to say all oh, I've had this at the beginning. Yep. Since my team got knocked out, Arizona was my number two to make the uh, champion, make the World Series. They're in the but both my teams are still in the championship series. Spoiler alert, but that's not gonna change either. So I'm still sticking with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think they're gonna win in seven, though. Game series hasn't started, and I want it's going to be a fun, competitive series with two underdog teams because. This is playoff baseball and anything's possible. So let the improbable become the probable and let's have the Diamondbacks make the World Series for the first time in almost 20 years. I honestly hope it's Diamondbacks because I don't want to have the possibility of the Phillies in there. But as much as I hate to say it, Johnson, I'm going to pick the Phillies to win this in six games. I think it for me it comes down to the pitching. And I said this in the Diamondbacks a while back. I said the issue I've had is after Gallon and Kelly, do they have that consistent number three? Now, right now, it's been working. They haven't, you know, laid, let, been laid astray from their number three starter. But how long is that going to be consistent in a series like this? Now you're playing a full seven-game series against the Phillies lineup that just beat the Atlanta Braves down. And when you have Wheeler, you have Nola as your top two. Rangers you still score, have Suarez, too. Suarez has been pitching really good for them. We haven't seen the rest of the Phillies rotation either. They've only had to use those three guys so far this entire postseason run. 
So we don't know if we see maybe a Michael Lorenzen maybe pitch for the Phillies at some point. Who knows what they would go to in a game four, game five scenario. Because if you're able to keep Wheeler and Nola fresh for a game five, game six, or then you have to like the Phillies' chances, unfortunately, in this series. And with the way their lineup is, I think Castellanos and Harper hitting the way they're hitting right now, I think it's just going to be too much for this Diamondbacks team. So I like the Phillies to win this one in six to go back to the World Series. Oh, man, this is going to be something. So uh, you're, obviously your World Series pick is changing then, right? Well, I have the Atlanta Braves, and obviously they, they got eliminated. But keep in mind, remember, I had the Braves twice. They were eliminated. I had the Astros. Right now they're down 2 nothing. So either this is going to work out for your sake because the Phillies will lose, and then it's, it's the World Series that everyone pretty much wants in Arizona and Texas, or – I unfortunately got one right, and it's going to be um, Philadelphia and Texas, or maybe I just have a nightmare from hell and have another Philly uh, Astral World Series. So, I don't know. Well, for your mental health, I hope this doesn't happen to you because I'm sticking with my guns. It's Rangers Diamondbacks. It's I have the script. Uh, Rob Manfred gave it to me. Uh, Creed is going to come play out higher. Absolutely. Uh, to be, for, for, um, for the closer of the uh, – of the Rangers, I think who are they going with? They're not going with Chapman, right? Who, who's who's been closing out games for, uh, for Texas? Jose Leclerc has been the closer. He saved game one. And Chapman's and been the two. setup guy. Yep, Chapman's been the setup guy, and Jose Leclerc Leclerc has been uh, closing it out. Forgot his name for a second there, so I do appreciate the uh, the assistance. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing for the Rangers too. Their bullpen has been getting big outs when they needed it the most. So. Other than that, is there any final thoughts you have before we wrap up this show tonight where the Phillies and Diamonds will be playing just in a few minutes going in to their series of the NLCS and now obviously with Texas now being up two games to nothing against the Houston Astros? Well, by the end of the week, I'm really either going to really love baseball or I'm really going to hate baseball. So I have no thoughts right now, but talk to me uh, the next time we do this. You're going you're gonna to potentially be Seth Rollins of football where you're going to send out a tweet that says, I hate football, but instead it'll be, I hate baseball. And yeah, listen, this weekend we got a great potential. We have really great potential. Game five potentially for the Phillies Diamondbacks. And on Sunday, we potentially have game six if these games are necessary. These games, they could be four sweeps and uh, this could be over by Friday. So who knows? Right. And that's been the, it's kind of been the, the, the narrative so far this postseason. The series has been going pretty quickly. And it's very possible that they could go quickly again this time around. But. With the World Series at stake now, even being closer than ever for these four teams, they're going to want to try to make these series go long as possible. So we'll have to see. But we will be here next week to preview the World Series matchup as well as recap these championship series and see how they all end and unfold as we are this close, Andrew, to being to seeing who is our World Series champion this year. So it should be a fun one. Absolutely. But that is going to do it for this week's edition of the All Gas No Break Sports Show. The divisional series is over. We are now in the championship stage. Texas is up two games to nothing on the Houston Astros. Game one between Philadelphia and Arizona is just about a couple of minutes underway. Let's see how all these series unfold. And we'll have to see what happens next week on the show as we will preview the World Series and give you our pick for this year's World Series champion. Will one of our t- uh, World Series predictions come true? We'll have to find out and see. This has been Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Have a great rest of your weekend.